Welcome to 2022, everybody. That's right. New year. It's me. January 3rd. Here I am. Yep. This is the thing i wanted to do uh before we hopped into the episode trey because we're in the episode right now if you did not know it uh uh we haven't done it in a while but i wanted to check in with you i wanted to say how's it going man you've been good it's been going well it has been a busy season approaching the holidays Mm -hmm. but all good stuff thankfully yeah so yeah, just trying to wrap things up with youth. Mm-hmm. And I saw you just you just had uh, the poster drop. I mean, right now, uh, by the time this episode comes out, it's already been dropped for a while. And I don't even know, maybe even more has been uh, divulged of youth by that time. I don't know. Perhaps. But maybe it'll be completed by that time. Perchance. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw you just had the poster drop. Yeah, we did. And. Uh, that's kind of another little step towards finishing that up and going to be finishing up the rush call. Once this mm-hmm. episode airs, we will have, we'll be just about to finish shooting a few weeks nice. after. So yeah, that's been a lot. And then just watching as many movies as I can. Mm-hmm. been really hitting at theaters hard. Mm. Got to get my A-list credits, you know. Make it worthwhile. You know, I got to get back to the A-list. Here's the thing, and I've probably talked about this pre- on previous episodes, is the fact that Madison Square Yards 8, which is like 10 minutes down closest the road from me. Closest one to you. Closest one. It's got five theaters. Mm. It's got five. So it's a very limited selection, um, which means most of the films I want to watch are about 20 to 30 minutes away. Yeah. Um, and to take advantage of my AMC stubs list, uh, yeah, it's, or whatever it is, it's hard to, um, it's hard for me to do that. You know, I can go watch, I think still Shang-Chi at that theater or, and also, um, I can't even go watch, uh, what's it called? The new one from, oh man, his name escapes me. Frick. Um, <laughs> Uh, French Dispatch. Oh yeah, Wes Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson's Wes Anderson's new gig. Um, yeah, I can't even go watch that. Uh, I could probably do it. I could find a way. But mm-hmm. the moral of the story is, I'm sadly away from a lot of uh, accessibility to uh, films, yeah. new ones. I would argue that twenty minutes is doable, if mm-hmm. that is the case. But yeah, it sucks that the one closest to you is. Like five of the major movies, probably mm-hmm. like Encanto so, and yeah, like Encanto. Uh, what's you know just the big ones? Like you never get the yeah. Come on, come on, or no, I can't even go watch Come like on, that. come on there. 
Yeah, that. Um, and then, like I said, French Dispatch. Um, I think, nah, Dune's not there anymore. But yeah, you're um, gonna miss all those. It's just, it's just those right there that I'm kind of like, man, I got so many films I want to go watch, just not able to go do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy you've been able to get into the theaters and go watch a lot of stuff. Uh, you've been going out with groups, going to the theater, watching stuff. I remember, uh, yeah, y'all had y'all had one coming up uh, soon. Spider-Man. I think it was Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, in hindsight, it will be as amazing as it is when we're talking about it before we're seeing it. <laughs> we'll just have Trey come back in with the <laughs> overdub. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> Dude, it was. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I've heard a lot of good stuff going on in mm-hmm. your neck of the woods. Yeah, so I am not really too much as far as projects go. Uh, Right now, auditions are, you know, it's holiday season, so they're slowing down. Uh, It's slower in the year, gearing up for early next year. But um, personally, I've been, you know, been taking acting classes, switched uh, acting classes just recently. Yeah. And uh, started learning a new technique. So I'm excited about that. It's called Demidov technique. Uh, I think it's actually Demidov um, from the actual pronunciation of Russian, which I do yeah, not know. I was going to say that sounds very Russian. So anyways, the uh, uh, technique, I've been really excited to get into it. And I mean, I'd love to get into a deeper discussion about it uh, in future episodes. Yeah. Um, is something that not many people know about. And it's, you know, like not many people before four years ago, five years ago, Demidov was not really uh, known. Mm-hmm. He was um, he was relatively just non-existent in the entire field. But he was, if you know anything about acting, one of Stanislavski's contemporaries. I see. So he was he was at the forefront of the game and actually helped uh, Stanislavski develop his system. Anyways, it's a cool thing. Really cool. Uh, I haven't had too much time to work with it. Uh, But other than acting classes, I'm starting to get into more writing, starting to learn more about structure, all that sort of stuff, how to write. Because mainly, you know, I don't even think writer's block, I can call it that anymore. (laughs) It's just writer's non-existent. (laughs) Writer's dead end. Writer's dead end. Um, so I've gotten a lot more into writing stuff, whether it be scripts, stage plays, or whatever. It's like little bits and pieces yeah. here and there, scenes, uh, concepts, slug lines, um, also stories, which uh, I found short stories or uh, writing prompts on Reddit to be great mm-hmm. fuel to just write random stuff. You know, you grab a prompt run off of it with your imagination. Just a great way to, to pretty much flex the imaginative muscles. Um, so I've been pretty much just gearing up training. Yeah. That's been, that's been my pretty much half year. And uh, I'm excited for next year, especially for everything you've got coming, Trey. So <laughs> Appreciate it. As Dodgeball yeah. would say, you were breaking a mental sweat. Getting all your studies in and gearing up for hopefully a lot of cool projects that will be forthcoming. 
Yep. I'm starting to write some scripts that really are just scenes. It's to help with my reel, uh, but I'm going to also produce, direct, all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. of the projects and get some friends involved. A lot of actor friends that need stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, but with that being said, let's actually talk about today's guest. Yeah. We had a lovely person on today. Erica Nash joined us, and we discussed a wide range of things. She talked to us about her humble beginnings and departures, and then beginnings and departures from the acting world. But there were other beginnings. (laughs) 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 And, uh, yeah, just talked a lot about how she got into acting and we discussed some of her projects, how she chooses things, and just really interesting discussion on the relationship between an actor and director and connecting mm-hmm. with the story. Yeah. She had a lot of really good insights. I loved hearing what she had to say. I love sitting down and talking with fellow actors uh, just purely because it can be such a I mean, one thing doesn't work for one person, one thing works for another. And sometimes, you know, I have definitely agreed with uh, a lot of what she said. So I think all of our listeners will enjoy hearing her little tidbits yeah. on on acting. And then also, I think you'll enjoy the Delvin 12 with her. Yes. An exciting 12 to 15 minutes of your time exploring everything that is Erica. That's right. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Alrighty, welcome, Erica, to Cinevibes. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. So in this season three of Cinevibes, we've kind of shifted things around a little bit, and we have this segment that we really love called The Delve in Twelve. Oh my, okay. And what that is, is just a simple 12 questions that will allow our guests to more fully know you. Yes. Okay. We should be able to calculate your, I think it was called like an EMT or whatever. Like <laughs> what, is, what is that? Myers-Briggs. Yeah, we, we should be, yeah your Myers-Briggs. My personality we should be able to, from these 12 questions. <laughs> yeah, we should be able to uh, deduce what that is uh, after these questions. So. Will yeah. I get my result too? Will you tell me? No, oh. these are all for us. <laughs> yeah, internal, you know, uh, very tight, closed yeah. off stuff. Here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Classified. <laughs> I'll kick it off first with the first question. City with the best pizza you've had, and what style was it? Oh, my God. You think I, I travel a lot? Um, all right. I'm just going to say local for me because that's all that's coming up to my brain right now. But I I love Benny Pello's pizza in Noda in Charlotte. Mm. That's going to be my favorite. And it's definitely the New York-style pizza. Okay. Those are the massive slices, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. What is uh? What was it called? Benny Pellos? Uh-huh. I think so. I just call it Benny's because I think <laughs> I'm probably saying Benny it wrong. Pillows? After you eat, you just take a nap in the back. <laughs> I was gonna say they got some nice pillows there. That's great. I might be pronouncing it wrong. I just call it Benny's. Yeah. Benny's. Okay. That's a good spot. So, shout out to Benny's. I definitely back that one up. 
Nice. Thank you. Makes me feel good. Excellent. So, question two. Name a movie you wish you had been in. That I'd been in? Oh, my God. Um, Just one. A single one. Okay. No okay. pressure. None at all. None at all. Um, huh. Oh, I have, like, two that are, like, good uh, options, but I'm trying to narrow it down what? in my head to one. I'm going to say The Maze Runner, which is so random. Okay. But okay. I think it would have been really fun to be a part of The Maze Runner and just the intense sets that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like extremely huge. Does any of that have anything to do with Dylan O'Brien? <laughs> because no. I would be there for that mm-hmm. reason. Oh, well then, yes, yeah, totally. That's the only reason. No, I actually, <laughs> oh. I actually love um, his the his love interest. Actually, her name is Kaya Scaldelario. I'm okay. a big fan of her. Mm. So that's kind of why I love the music. So you wanted to be his love interest, I see. Ah, we... <laughs> I see how you twisted this. <laughs> there we... <laughs> Trey is finding some way in this whole conversation. No, I do remember her, and she was great. So that would yeah. have been a cool role. Sure, and a, a trilogy there. So yeah. mm-hmm. would have been nice paycheck nice, as well. Nice paycheck, yeah. Yeah, some stability is always good, too, <laughs> as an actor <laughs> or an artist. Right. <laughs> Question three, if you could go back and change one decision in your life, what would it be? Oh, my God. Heavy questions. <laughs> we started yes. with pizza, and now we're at, like, no, regrets. It gets better. <laughs> it gets, it gets way better, I promise you. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, Probably to not let my nervousness like take me away from acting because i i left around four for a very long time Mm. the age of four so okay that'd be my top regret Mm. (laughs) business-wise yes (laughs) i mean solid choice yeah we'll get into the personal regrets in another episode maybe (laughs) it's gonna be a long episode (laughs) four hours later yes four hours later all right, question four. Most irrational fear. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm saying that after every single question. <laughs> it's just mind-blowing. They're so good. <laughs> I think it's probably has to do with, like, failing, just which is great because that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. I hate failing or making a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Same. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel good. No. No. I'm perfect. All right. I like to say I'm perfect, and it never, sometimes that doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. <laughs> Why? <can't> work <laughs> <it>? <laughs> so we were talking about questions getting deep. Um, you're gonna love this one. Uh, what do you think is the meaning of life? Mm. Just sprinkle that one in there. Yeah, that the, is just a little one. Just, just little wanted one. to throw that in there. <laughs> Cherry on top. Um, The meaning of life, I feel it is about creating and having like relationships. I'm a big believer in connections and relationships and kind of trying to leave the planet a little bit better than when you got there in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Excellent. (laughs) Did I pass? Well said. (laughs) 
Uh, That's you the know, correct answer, actually. Just barely, but yes, you did. A little bit lighter one, perhaps. Eating in or dining out? Eating in, for sure. I like I like cooking. It's fun. Yeah? Favorite um, meal? What's the go-to? I wasn't ready for that question. This is a, uh, a follow-up. Extra um, question. Uh, I love chicken curry with, like, coconut cauliflower rice. That is, like, my favorite mm. meal to make. Wow. Yes. Mm. That it's sounds delicious. good and healthy, which is double bonus. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm calculating the recipe in my mind I'll, right now. I'll I'm send sorry. you the recipe. It's oh, delicious. please do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you're back in high school. Mm, okay. Good times. Night of the annual talent show. What do you do? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, one of my favorite Ooh. things to do is just to, which I don't know if I remember it anymore, but I used to, um, just mm-hmm. do the Napoleon Dynamite dance. I had ah, I had it down. You know that I did. I'd have to like rewatch it a few times, maybe. But oh yeah, I actually <laughs> I pulled out a couple moves for an audition of a few weeks ago. I didn't book okay. it, but um, <laughs> it's okay. That's not telling anything. That's an instant book in my book. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that would be fantastic. Obviously, it worked for him, so. Yeah. Yeah, so just a recreation of the Napoleon Dynamite dance. No, that's that's perfect. <laughs> Top-notch content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question eight. You're caught in the movie Groundhog Day. What song do you wake up to every morning? Huh. I feel like it's going to be a rap song, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> You know me too well with my my Spotify 2021 being yeah, Tyga and um no my number one was Bo Burnham thank you and <laughs> <laughs> of course um okay Groundhog Day I would say right now it would be People Watching by Small Pools that's kind of the song I constantly am mm-hmm. listening to I've heard of Small Pools but I haven't heard that song. Yeah, it's called People Watching. It's a good, it's a good, happy-ish song. <laughs> Everything's ish these days. Ish. Mm. Depends on how you perceive it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, excellent choice, even though I haven't heard it. Thank you. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. So, do you believe college is worth it? Should people, should people go? Hmm. I think... The issue, if we're going to dive deep into it, no. I I was ready for the thesis and the rest of the paper. Yes, yeah, so my three talking points. Yes, I, the TED Talk. <laughs> I, from personal experience, I, I didn't go to a four-year degree, four degree or anything like that. I have a two-year degree. But it has given me opportunities to do things that I like to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I have always contemplated going back for acting, but there's always that like, do you go back? Do you not? Will it crush your spirit? Will it help you? (laughs) (laughs) That thing. Yes. Valid questions. Yes. (laughs) Solid answer. I don't know if that's the right answer, but we'll accept it. Sorry. (laughs) Another serious one for you. Okay. My favorite. Is it caramel or caramel? Whoa, 
That's deep. Hmm. I'm going to go with caramel. I'm a big mm, caramel. She thing. said caramel. Mm, that's correct. Mm. That, thank you. Is that... <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I feel like that's... Well, apparently it's a regional thing. We Is found it? out. What region? Says caramel. Truth must be divulged. I say caramel. You say caramel? Yes. I'm judging you. <laughs> <laughs> I accepted the judgment. <laughs> Wait, where are you from? Are you from? Um, from South Carolina. Okay. Well, so you said it was region, regional. I think caramel is definitely south. Caramel is north. Yeah, but north I think south I, type of divide. We all know. I see. I I'm kind of strange. I think I picked up my mom. She's from Chicago, so I might have mm-hmm. picked up some of her um, ways of speaking, her northern ways. And uh, so I say tournament as well, not tournament. So mm. <laughs> interesting. I've never Tournament. heard that one. Tournament. I like it. I'm going to adopt that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Spreading the word. <laughs> one tournament at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. What is the right side of the bed to wake up on? The left side of the bed. Opposite. Okay. Shoot. Nice. Yep. So you're left side. Okay. <laughs> she She called our bluff. Dang. Just yep. you went right at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No fear. No, I'm a left side person too. Mainly because, well, let's not get into the logistics. Okay. <laughs> Probably matters from which angle you're looking at. <laughs> what exactly are directions, anyways? Okay. <laughs> All right. Who knows? And the last question to fully knowing you. Okay. I'm ready. What is the best worst movie ever made? Wait, I have to like be mean to a film? Yeah. What? But it's the best Savage. one. Come on. So it's kind of <laughs> nice at the same time. Yeah. Is that fair? I don't uh I'm nah. <laughs> I'm not going to say on. bad something bad about somebody else's creative work. I can't. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> Mama get in. <laughs> Rubber. I keep pushing it. There's a movie called Rubber. Needs to it's okay. a tire that kills people. I'll say for me personally, it just kind of freaked me out a little bit. Was mm-hmm. where the wild things are. Was it like ah. that live action one mm. that was made? Yeah, that one freaked me out a little bit. So that'll be my my pick. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I know. All those kids. They're just. Shattered Souls are crushed right now. I just remember there's like this line in the movie where one of the, and hopefully whoever's listening seen the movie. If not, spoiler spoilers. Alert, there's this part where one of the like monster things opens its mouth and tells the like kids, "Get inside my mouth and I'll hide you." And I just just it was I was done at that point. It was over for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a line you don't want to take out of uh, context. <laughs> exactly. It's a line you also don't want to cross. <laughs> they did both. They did. They did. Alrighty, Erica, that is the Delvin 12. You pass. Mm-hmm. We will send your certificate via iTunes yes. in yep. three to five months. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm anxiously waiting for those results. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for participating. <laughs> of course. Yes. It was we'll, fun. Uh, we'll update our system. Perfect. <laughs> tabulate the tabulate the results. Get the data points. Yeah. <laughs> we'll graph it out for you. Like your line and live. Oh, oh I do graphs and charts and <laughs> such. <laughs> but before we get to live, how did this thing start? How did acting come to be? You mentioned in the Delve in 12 that you kind of got away from it due to some uh, insecurities perhaps and all those sorts of things that come with being an introvert. <laughs> what is, Yes. what's the starting point? Well... So back in uh, Minnesota, I, yeah, so I started, I had my first agent when I was four years old in Minneapolis and I was active for about two years. I texted my mom this morning to like fact check everything because I was like, before I (laughs) say this recorded, I need to make sure I'm right. Um, And so she said I was active for about two years, but I just was so nervous in auditions Mm. I didn't want to go. And I remember mm. I did audition for the movie Signs with Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson. Wow. Uh-huh. Yes. I remember my audition line too. It was um it was uh oh uh Daddy, I need a drink of water. There's a monster outside my room. Or my window. Ah. Outside my window. Wow. That was that was my audition. It's just that line. Um so yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know, right? I missed the opportunity. Throwback. Yes. <laughs> Throwback. Um, so, yeah. So, I I did audition for that. And then I kind of turned most other auditions down. I just didn't want to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anxiety got the best of me. But then once we moved to the Charlotte area in, you know, 2004, um, I started doing theater at a local theater mm-hmm. called Nearway Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, they do like the Christian productions, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So I... What they, age would that have been, by the way? I would have been about 10. I would have been about 10 years old. And before that, like, me and my sister would always, during the summertime, like, grab the camcorder and make, like, fake commercials with lip gloss on the trampoline during the summertime it's like Heck buy yeah. this lip gloss and so we kind of always just did stuff like that but yeah I did theater when I was like 10 or 11 and I did like four productions with them um my last production with them was when they moved to an indoor location and so mm. I was also in gymnastics and trying to be a dancer so I chose that route instead of theater mm. And then okay. realized I hate being the center of attention. Mm. And so. And went back to acting. <laughs> and then somehow found my way back here. Yeah. I mean, even through like middle school, my parents got me a, they got me like a, this white video camera. It was like tiny and it had like this button you could flip that had like a USB you could plug into your computer. And mm. I would, I would do it all every summer that was my thing i would like improvise all my shots i'd fit be the director then i would edit the whole thing and mm-hmm. burn it to a disc and then watch it 
For the so. youth, discs are actual disc? physical media <laughs> that you have to put into oh. a DVD player or older computers. Wait, what? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I love burning stuff. That just took me all the way back to being like yeah. 14. Right? I've Yeah. As soon as she said burn, I was like, oh. Here we yeah. go. That's back to burning music from... Oh. Uh, suspicious uh, sites onto uh, <laughs> I'm DVDs. Shout out. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. curious though, you kept coming in and out of acting mm-hmm. for various reasons, other interests, anxiety, whatever it was. Why? What do you like? What is it about acting that keeps keeps you coming back? That's a great question. I think for me, it's just where I find it's a challenge that I always have to like strive for and get like you're always working to get better and more experienced and to be the best and to be the most authentic. And I think that I'm constantly trying to achieve that. And it's like it's just out of reach. So it's like, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm not I'm not letting you. I'm always striving for that, I think. And so that's why it's yeah. always kind of been a theme throughout life. Mm. Yeah. I like that uh, perspective on it. Because I think I find myself uh, the same way in the fact that, I mean, it's a lot of different aspects, but definitely with acting, it's, you know, it's so ephemeral. It's yeah. hard to fully nail it down. So, yes. Um, I'm also interested. So, coming back to uh, acting, um, it's theater, right? Mm-hmm. So you came back at like um, however old you were, uh, 10, and you were at, in theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, was nerves still a factor? Uh, did aging, did did you, why, uh, were you wise five years later? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I normally did like the ensemble type work because I loved Mm -hmm. theater, but I didn't want to be the center of attention still. And I remember I auditioned for one actual part um, for the theater company. And I was Mm -hmm. so, so terrified. (laughs) I forgot all of my lines. Mm. Oh no. And then that was, (laughs) yeah. And that was, that was the last I did it until whenever I picked Mm. it back up again. So you went through most of your teenage years, I imagine, doing the dancing and the gymnastics and such. Um, when oh, when did ahead. you jump back in? And were you still interested in theater? Or did you at some point realize you wanted to do narrative work or non-theater work, Film should TV. I say? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of stopped the gymnastics and the dance when I went into high school um, and kind of just dealt with high school life, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I got back into, well, acting, but it was for film and television. I think it was 2015. I just randomly saw this like extras casting call for a tv show called sleepy hollow 
um, that was mm-hmm. filming in Atlanta at the time and was like, I want to try. And so I got to do <laughs> it and like had like this early, early call time at like 5 a.m. and had to drive down there. And and I just remember being on set, just watching everybody, even from like, you know, your waiting spot mm-hmm. and um, just watching everybody work so hard and how it's all choreographed to be like perfectly done that I was like, oh, this this is what this is what I love. And that's kind of when I I did everything backwards. I quick got an agent before I had headshots and a reel <laughs> and cla- was in class and then <laughs> never did anything and then got in class quite later on or like mm-hmm. six months later. Mm-hmm. So you were uh, in Charlotte at that time, right? Correct. Based out of Charlotte. Yes. And uh, auditioning for Southeast stuff. Yes. Yeah. Got you. What was the uh, so you said you mentioned uh, getting training uh, a little bit after? What was uh, what was your introduction to uh, acting? Was there was there any you know? I'm I'm assuming you had your own little. Uh, way of working prior to that yes I had my lovely like theater way of working where everything is just like hyper done Mm -hmm. on the face over the top yep yeah so Mm -hmm. that was my way of working I think I didn't I didn't have any sort of technique and so it was Mm -hmm. it was bad (laughs) (laughs) was that challenging to untrain yourself so to speak um, I think I still am untraining myself now. I have a very expressive face, so I yeah. have to kind of work really hard to just settle that down. And I think that's just, you're kind of always unlearning behaviors that you somehow picked up and sure doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I notice a lot of stuff whenever I act that... You know, I'm getting more and more. It's becoming easier and easier for me to figure it out uh, and notice whenever it does happen, just purely out of like doing classes and stuff like that. But before I did any classes, um, when I first started like four years ago, and even like I would say up to a year and a half ago, maybe, yeah, I didn't necessarily have a method. I'd read plenty of the big books, you know, <laughs> that they always recommend, but there was never truly, um, an implementation of it. So I always had kind of like flying by the seat of my pants. I think this is how it goes. (laughs) I mean, people never told me I was wrong and nobody seemed to, you know, nobody seemed to say anything about it. So I just was like, Oh, I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. Um, why won't anyone catch me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it right though. That's right. And, so I, uh, I just, you know, I, I can see how, you know, having your own way can also be very effective, yeah. you know, even if you haven't learned a technique. Yeah. I think now that I've learned a couple different techniques, you can kind of incorporate them different and, and make them personal to you, you know, in your mm-hmm. own way. And, and that's what works for you. And I also think that every, every piece is, is different. There's a, you have to yeah. somehow find find it and get in there differently. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an actor, so some of this is 
Japanese to me, if you will. <laughs> oh no, too nerdy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no. no, it's good because my question comes from a directing standpoint. Obviously, you're given a role. Well, you audition for that role and you earn that role, should I say. But you have to embody this character. And I'm just curious, is it like actually in your mind to calculate I need to implement this technique or I need to go back to this training to become like a terrible person because I'm normally <laughs> like a generally okay person? Or is it just like I saw these two, three performances or you have the director's reference movies and then you can just do it and it's like not a thought. Like I'm just curious how you go from you're going to be playing like the worst person on earth and maybe you're not. Like, yeah. how do you make that jump? Is it actually a, a thing that you have to think about? Um, I think you have to look at it from the perspective of that person. And, and I don't think they necessarily think they're bad. So finding a way to empathize with who they are and defending that character and or that person like their characteristics and their character like whatever um you have to i mean you're there that's your line of defense that's so i can never like judge who i'm playing even if they're like the worst person yeah. to some people i will find a way mm-hmm. to justify and empathize with what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah hmm. i think that i think that's just uh yeah that's a really good point because i think yeah I, like whenever you're given like a really tough uh tough character it's easy to i don't know pick up like a kind of character that you just happen to find along the way in life but then once you figure out you know why they are you start delving into like why they are who they are yeah that's yeah that's a great point that just it sparks so many questions for me because (laughs) like you know someone gets all the accolades like all the Oscar buzz or whatever, like Christian Bell playing Dick Cheney or something like that's a pretty big departure from maybe who Christian Bell is. But I wonder, is it harder to play like Erica that's like slightly more preppy or Erica that is poor or like just alterations of yourself more so than a complete departure? Ooh. Um, I don't know your financial status, obviously, but that's just a reference. Hopefully well, you know okay what she yourself. said, it really hurt. Wow. <laughs> it's so true. Um, find my GoFundMe page? No. Um, <laughs> the actor life. I, <laughs> yeah. That's right. I think, oh man, I that's a good question. I don't know if I question. asked a question in there, but you maybe did. something. I think so. I think it's it's... I am still learning and always will be learning. So I think for me, the harder ones to do are when they're kind of more of a slight variation versus a dramatic difference. 
because mm-hmm. I get into my head too much, unfortunately, and start <laughs> being like, well, how can I make sure that this person's not me? And mm-hmm. that type of bunny trail. So yeah. it's just something I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you find to be the case, Ken? I think, I mean, just starting at yourself. Uh, but I mean, it also is like really different. Um, if you're playing someone that's got like, you know, if you're playing Dick Cheney, um, you got to be, I mean, pretty. I mean, it, it's not it's not trying to play a character of him, but just like you, you got to be able to. There's certain mannerisms that are certain Cheney-esque. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Yes. So to some degree, yes, you have to go outside of yourself. But like, I think emotionally, like you could uh, affect any sort of like a limp or uh, a lisp or something like that. But then emotionally, like pulling those levers inside that and that that just comes from knowing yourself. Mm. Very true. Fascinating. But I I have a question about directing, Um, not necessarily you directing, but the type of, uh, have you worked with many directors and have you found what type of director you, you like to work with? I think every director is different. I mean, they definitely have a different yeah. approach and yeah. I, I think especially like commercial directors versus narrative directors are very, very different. Mm-hmm. My, f- my favorite is kind of a collaborative director who gives me insight of what they're wanting so I can work with that and kind of make sure I'm going on the right going in the right direction and also gives me like the freedom to kind of explore it myself mm-hmm. and for me it's just like building that trust mm-hmm. is so important because you're going to be vulnerable at some to some extent so yeah. having a trust between the two of of you is just really really important for me that's kind of my mm-hmm. If I can have that trust and know that they're going to be there for me, I guess, in a sense, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. then yeah. that's I, good. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, people that are you can trust and know that the set, the, you're, you're not alone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's a good segue into talking about one of your projects. Yeah. Well, actually, two of them because they're they're very interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the projects is Nora. Mm, yes. Which was a part of a forty-eight hour film project. Which you know, quick summary on those: you get forty-eight hours to make a project with a group of people, maybe you know or don't know, and you have a certain theme, genre characters, things like that, that you have to include. Um, But in Nora, it is all like POV, handheld, like camera type found footage almost. And it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways. The film just, you know, these poor women that are caught in this terribly unhealthy relationship. But relating that to the directing you obviously have to really trust the director when you read this script and you're like, what? Like, it's all going to be POV and I'm pretty much just being stopped for 
seven minutes and <laughs> abused. And I won't give away the ending, but it's, you know, we've seen the murder mysteries and all the 48-hour investigation shows. So. Oh, yes. What, like, yeah. what's that like when you are on a project like that? And obviously you have to have a lot of trust that it's not going to be ridiculous or yeah. that it will actually make sense. Right. Yeah. So that was with um, Third Shift Productions, which I had made one. I'd filmed a project with them before, and then I had talked with Ryan Wilson. Um, he wrote another project out I was in. So we had had a relationship, you know, with each mm-hmm. other and kind of knew each other well beforehand, which I think was extremely helpful for this. And and Nora was very collaborative in, in every regard. So we kind of all kind of came together and hashed out pieces of it. Um, the concept was was definitely the Third Shift Productions. And I was super, I was super excited when they told me about it because like, this is going to be challenging. And I kind of love it because it's just different. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we kind of had that trust going into it. And, you know, you had 48 hours, so it's all sleep deprived and you're kind of <laughs> just like running on adrenaline and exhaustion. Um, and Red Bulls. And, and Red Bulls. of caffeine. Yes. So it was a really great experience. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of that one. That was, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. How do you approach tough subject matter do you shy away from it or do you dive right in and say this is something that maybe needs light shed on it or it's just fun or different like you said I love tough subject matter I feel like I guess just I like diving into painful emotions and and kind of I do like bringing like to topics that I feel like need to be brought, the light needs to be brought to. And I think with Nora, something I didn't realize until it premiered was after, afterwards, I had so many people come up to me and tell me their story. And it was just really? like, wow. Yeah. A sto- their story or a friend mm. of their story. Wow. I was like, this is what it's about, you know, like mm-hmm. being able to connect and, and relate to people in a way that you you don't really even you don't know and being able to kind of connect in that way is is really it's kind of undescribable I feel like yeah that's fascinating yeah that people obviously like they start trusting you yeah somehow through the portrayal that they can share that with you that's really awesome Oh yeah, it was, it was very special. Yeah, that's amazing. So, throughout the uh, projects that you've worked on, have you found any particular? You know, you mentioned drama. You know, so is there any certain genre that you feel you want to explore even more of? Maybe sci-fi, alien, <laughs> whatever alien we're on right now. Alien twelve, <laughs> the end. <laughs> 
if they cast me for it, I would be ready to go. Um, <laughs> I love drama. I I would like to challenge myself in comedy more. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have much comedy under my belt. And so mm-hmm. that's something I think it would be fun to do in a safe space <laughs> while I explore <laughs> and fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Cause like you just have to have the timing hit right and like it can just not. So Yeah. I would say comedy scares me as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's easier to be angry than funny. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes they can coincide. <laughs> That's true. Yes, I think of um Melissa McCarthy and is it This Is 40? And have you seen that movie? And her like I haven't seen it. They have a blooper reel at the end. She does it perfectly. The angry, hilarious. Cause she's so committed. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole that's a whole nother Man, I doing comedy. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It, timing, all that sort of stuff really plays into effect. And then just like you're saying, commitment to the emotion, you know, being angry about not being able to open like a, a pack of bread or something like that and <laughs> yes. just it flying everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I think the you're bag of cheese <laughs> just, just explodes in your face. That's right. I'm curious if it's the same, even I want to hear Ken's thoughts. I don't know if we've talked about this too much, but for me, like directing and writing short films, you get to explore all the different stuff. Like, can you shoot a car scene? Can you shoot in night conditions? Can you shoot by a river that you shouldn't have been shooting by and then move all the sound? (laughs) That's not from experience. (laughs) Oh, no. And just, it's a proving ground, essentially. Is that the same with acting or is it less, is there less uh, at stake if you just jumped on, let's say, a feature, your first comedy feature and you have no idea if comedy is going to land when you say it or do it, but you're just doing it. Like, is there a risk there versus just doing it at the short film level? I think there's risk definitely if you just like jump into it yeah that sounds yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's part of what acting is about as well is taking risks and diving in and maybe it lands and maybe it doesn't and then that's where that trust with the director has to be solid so they can Mm -hmm. be like so this time let's try it this way (laughs) And then don't you can do adjust. Anything you just did. <laughs> yeah, just don't do what you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which hopefully all that gets worked out in pre production. Right. Yeah. Yes. Pre production, uh, folks. We'll just, we'll just fix it in post. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Fix it in post productions. That's the name of my second film company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the entire film is just done in post-production there's no pre-production or production it's just on to stock footage just <laughs> edited together in multiple ways just like photoshop people's faces onto like whatever that photo uh that morph like face morph or whatever oh, it is yeah. face mash and then just do that onto a bunch of stock footage yeah hey, i'm down <laughs> let's do it i think yeah there's a lot of stress i think that would come from a larger production 
because, I mean, if you're standing potentially across from comedic legends such as Jim Carrey, I may or may not uh, lose it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's it's a lot of pressure, and I think on short films and other student projects, it would definitely be more. I don't I don't know. It's it's strange because the level of production can change your perception of uh, stress. Oh yeah. Because right. if it's just you going out in the backyard with friends, uh, no problem, easy peasy. <laughs> on a million dollars plus set, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's film. gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be stressful um so yeah i think it uh like yeah like erica said need to have that trust with the director and be able to you know have them talk you down off a, a <laughs> nervous ledge <laughs> yeah yes yeah the more we interview people and the more i work with actors it's just there's not a lot of difference from behind mm-hmm. the camera to in front of it in terms mm-hmm. of like what's at stake. But yeah, just what's at stake, what the pressures are. Mm-hmm. It's from different sides of the coin, but they're still the coin, I guess. Yeah. And that's the yeah. project. Yeah. It's like, it's like if someone told you, hey, so I'm going to trust you with like, I don't know, $40 million, go make a film. And if it flops... You never. <laughs> you're gonna be blacklisted. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> every no first time Netflix no director. <laughs> Just get a good DP. Yes. <laughs> Just lean on them all the way. <laughs> I have one more question about one of your projects. Okay. So, you were in a film called Moments. Yes. Recently, twenty twenty one. From one of my good friends, Jeremy Carr. And in the film, you don't have any lines. Mm -hmm. But your character is hugely important to the story. How do you know or why do you choose to come into that project? I felt that there was such a connection with what the story represented that I wanted to be a part of it. And we still see, without any lines, a big shift in there with my person, with me. But, yeah, foremost, I just loved the story and how it hits just... I think we can all kind of relate to any aspect of that, whether, if you've seen it, you know, grieving, being isolated, um, going through mm-hmm. things, and then having a moment with somebody that gives you hope. I thought that that was just really important to to be able to be a part of. Yeah, because a lot of actors, uh, it's just it's always like, let me add another line. Like, how many lines do I have? It's like. You're missing the point, at least from my perspective. Like, Mm -hmm. I think every person walking through the background is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the the notion that you might skip a project like this because you say you don't have any lines is, 
I mean, it's it's hard to understand when something can be so, you know, impactful still. Mm -hmm. It almost makes me want to see more stuff with less lines, which is generally something that I enjoy personally. But Mm -hmm. anyways, yeah, I just, a lot of people would probably see that and be like, eh, I don't know. Like I'm just running. And like, <laughs> what what's that about? I I don't like running anyway, so I'm just gonna not do that. <laughs> yes, I love running, so I also was like, "Ooh, that's a way to <laughs> connect with her as well." Yes, but the I, jogging form was on point, by the way. Thank you so much. I worked really yeah. hard to perfect that. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot can be said without saying things, and I think that that's a big part of acting. So this was really like a testament to that and how you can even go further. I mean, personally, I feel like you can, I can always push myself further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, it acting-wise, it definitely is scary, <laughs> I would say. Um, when you see a, a role without any lines, but at the same time, that's where a lot of that um, hope and faith in the director and their vision and what it's going to look like. Because, yeah. I mean, the project, you know, it came out beautiful. Oh, yeah. I was it hit me right in the feels. So it was um, it was really well done. So Jeremy did a fantastic job with the story. Not only that, but, you know, cinematography. And I think that, you know, I, I heard somebody talking about it just the other, no, no, no. I was reading like playwriting uh, advice or screenwriting advice from, um, it was uh, David Mamet. And he pretty much said, uh, he, he described it saying theater is a bunch of words. You describe everything through words. He doesn't like to do descriptions in film. It's the opposite. He likes to have very little lines and uh more description Mm -hmm. so i think that ties in really well with what you had mentioned about um not only there being a little less lines but the impact of an image so Mm -hmm. yeah the impact of being on camera uh in that capacity especially in erica's capacity in that short film was huge it was major yeah the whole pictures worth a thousand words thing Especially mm-hmm. when they're at 24 frames per second. That's a lot <laughs> yes. that you're saying. <laughs> Little nerdy joke there to oh. round things out. <laughs> nice. We love nerdy little jokes here. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Daniel, when he was on here, was just throwing them left and right. Yeah, yeah he was. I couldn't even keep up. I was about to I pass like, out from the amount. I my book like, I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Can he get away with this? Oh, <laughs> Oh, really quick, before you go into how people can find you, what what have you been watching? Anything that we should be checking out ourselves or our listeners as well? I, okay, I've been watching Dexter, New Blood. I Mm. don't know if anyone's into Dexter, but it's Mm -hmm. gotten intense. Um, (laughs) Was it not already intense? It is. I feel like there was a lot of intensity before, but... (laughs) I mean, next level. Y- yes, <laughs> it's it started a little different, and now it's like, oh snap! I kept myself mm-hmm. PG. Um, Is it the same guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's 
they've had like cameos of the original cast in it as well. It's just been really mm. cool. So I've been mm. watching Dexter, New Blood. I just finished finished watching Made, which was intense and really amazing. And mm-hmm. is that a limited series? It is. Mm-hmm. It's based off a book as well. Made. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah, it's on my list. I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, that one's a good one. Um, my guilty... Well, it's not really a guilty pleasure. I love the show um, Call My Agent, which is in French. Okay. I mm. hope to be at that level probably one day. Probably Ken's interest. Yes. You have to read... I have to read subtitles uh, the entire time. But it's great because mm, nice. I feel cultured. But at least it's not dubbed, which I no. don't like. Um. Call has ended. <laughs> if she said yes, I watched the dubbed version. Uh, what else? Oh, the last movie I saw in theater was Last Night in Soho, which okay. I enjoyed. It's Never got okay. around to seeing that. You didn't? I heard a lot of mixed reviews. Well, I'm what a big What was the fan. acting like? The acting? I loved it. I mean, I loved it. Uh, Mackenzie, I think is mm-hmm. her name. Thomason. Yeah, from yeah, Jojo she, Rabbit. I love her. She, yeah. Was she really good in it? She was. We all, yeah. we all know that, you know, and yeah, Taylor Joy, I think. Yeah. She, she's in everything, so. I know. Of mm-hmm. course, she's good. She's good. She's yeah. very good. So that was really good. The cinem- cinematography was really beautiful, <laughs> I think. From my I thought you were going to say the cinnamon I literally, <laughs> I literally thought she was about to say the cinematographer, <laughs> and I was about to be like, keep that in, please. It's like the Benny Pillows. I'm all here. <laughs> yes, the Benny Pillows. Oh, man. And the cinematographer. <laughs> yes. Making That's sounds great. real smart. <laughs> it was just done really well, and they have these sequences where they show, like, the. I'm such a nerd. They show the behind-the-scenes of these like dance sequences and they're like just the way that they choreographed getting it done was just insane and mm. i just live for that and then mm-hmm. i watched king arthur no king richard with will smith oh yeah ah yes that will movie. smith yeah chef's kiss that was beautiful i really like those liked girls that look just like venus and serena and they did such a great job and they can actually play tennis yeah <laughs> i think like it shows them playing yeah. most of the time. I think either one of them or both of them was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award today. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I know at least one of them nominations was. nominations go up. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Big Mouth Season 5 came out, so I just finished that like last week, too. Oh, okay. Nice. I never yeah. got into the Big Mouth stuff. Um, Stuffs. it's so classy that you just, <laughs> you need to drink like tea with it and like, <laughs> it's so classy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I'll little raunchy. keep that in mind if I ever decide to watch it. Okay. Just know it's like, it's for kids, really, really appropriate for children and- <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> the comedy folks, it's here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. That's a lot of stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's my list. So what would you give 
young aspiring actors what advice would you give them right now it has to be one advice that they can take with them through that throughout their entire career my god i don't think i have the credibility to be doing that yet i should we'll do it anyway i'll give the advice to myself <laughs> at the same time okay and nice i like that yeah if you're writing a letter to yourself yes this is what it would be i would say don't compare yourself to anybody else because nobody's journey is going to be like yours and have fun because it's it's not worth it if you don't have fun that's two things but you know what it's a bonus i like it <laughs> didn't ask for the second one but we'll take the we'll take it anyways <laughs> no i think that's really good um advice for uh actors because i know i struggled with that majorly when i first started because i'm surrounded by all these talented people and i'm like uh, i can't i can't do this right i'm not as I good can't. as them yeah 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 gotta believe in yourself don't stop believing insert yep. journey song but yeah so what do you have coming up what's in the works how can people find you all those types of things Keep track um don't find me please no uh- ah. <laughs> those insecurities <laughs> are coming back okay. in, I, see. <laughs> I will start with upcoming projects i've got a couple next year the rush call So I'm really excited Uh for the Rush Call to be filming. That's in January, which is super exciting. And I'm also a part of this really fun project um, called the Saga Project, which is it's like this experimental thing with angry goddess films. So it's it's Mm, a group of women and we're helping develop our characters, creating the script acting Mm. in it as well as being the crew in Mm. a feature length film um and they we actually just got awarded uh the grant from the arts and science council so Mm. that's happening congrats thank you i'm stoked yeah so i am going to be the first ad on that so expect me to be very angry the whole time (laughs) do it Schedule, schedule. <laughs> we're on. We're not on schedule here. Just go, uh, Keegan. Keegan Michael Key. Coach Hines oh. is it? Coach Hines. Who's Coach Hines? I don't know. It's a like, Mad TV thing. Oh, I gotta look. He's it up. coaching basketball players, like high school players, and he's like going off on them, <laughs> <laughs> snapping clipboards. And I like it. I already like it. Yeah. Anyway, that'll so be me. I'll be snapping a clipboard. I'll need like. 20 clipboards. <laughs> a designated uh, PA specifically to run to the dollar store for the clipboards. dollar clipboards. Yes. <laughs> so I can break it. We're not on schedule. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what comes of that project. That's yeah. really mm-hmm. interesting. I would have thought it yeah. was a series because you said saga. Saga. Mm-hmm. But pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yes. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited. So that's happening in March. All right. Well, with that being said, what was the, uh, yeah, what was, how can people find you? How can people reach out to you? So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. 
if you're following me on Twitter, there's going to be hockey posts as well. But it's both at Erica Nash, which is A-R-I-K-A-N-A-S-H. Nice. Yes. Different than the way most people spell it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I take all the credit for that. Yes, you told your parents <laughs> to do that. I did. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Definitely like mm-hmm. fangirling because I love your podcast. Wow. Oh, Thanks veggies. for letting me be on it. <laughs> Touches the heart right there. <laughs> I'm just going to sign off and start crying. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we really. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thank you so much for being on here. I'm going I'm to say it, Trey, so you don't have to say it. Uh, you can say it after me, though. That's okay. <laughs> Just keep thinking here for like five minutes. <laughs> no, like seriously, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it means a lot. You're a good friend and, you know, outside of acting, you know, we've worked together on stuff. So it's cool to have you on and introduce you to the Cinevibes family and the Cinevibes canon. Yeah, hope that <laughs> we get to see a lot more of your stuff and yeah. anything that's in the works comes out and is awesome. Yes, and mm-hmm. you just keep booking those Harris Teeter gigs <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> I will do my best. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Cool. Sweet. All right. That's it. That's it. That's our show. Goodbye. It's time to to leave now. (laughs) Instantly signs off. (laughs) I'm always a little hesitant, though, at the end to say, like, bye, because I'm like, someone's just going to exit out of here immediately. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, oh, where's the the button? (laughs) Yeah. So you're just going to see him on the other side, just like... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that is everything. Thank you so much. Thank Erica. you. Thank you both. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today for this discussion. It really means a lot. Uh, we enjoyed talking to Erica. She's amazing uh, to talk to. She has a yes. lot of insight when, when it comes to acting. And <laughs> um, Anyways, I'm going to come down off that little uh, high that I was on, that that podcaster high. I'm, I'm going to take it down a little bit. Um, we're going to bring it down here. We're going to go back into the cabaret. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even finish the outro. She was amazing to talk to, and I hope you all enjoyed the discussion. I definitely did. Yeah, it was a great time getting to know an uh, actor in the local f- film community here in Charlotte some more, and really just explore kind of what that means and what she gets into with acting and what kind of projects Mm -hmm. might be out there for other actors. And hope you guys really enjoyed the uh, little tidbits of advice she gave there at the end Mm -hmm. and check out some of the movie recommendations. Yeah. She had a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. She had a lot of really good stuff. Uh, And I'm definitely going to check out a lot of that. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Really means a lot. Welcome to season uh, four, five, ten. <laughs> I'm losing track. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of numbers. Uh, welcome to season three. This is our third episode. And 
We hope you're enjoying the format for this season. Let us know what you think. Uh, you can send us an email at cinevibescast at gmail.com or, you know, you might want to throw some spicy comments our way on our Instagram. Let us know what you think about uh, Trey's magnificent beard. If you haven't seen it already, let us know. Uh, That's going to be the next cover art. Just the beard. That's right. It's just the straight beard. Um, <laughs> reach out to us at at the Cinevibes yeah. on Instagram. Do it. We want to hear from you guys. Slide us some DMs. Yeah. Slide comment, into our DMs, please. Comment on some cover arts. Mm-hmm. And the new branding as well. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Obviously, we're biased, but we think it's pretty awesome. And yeah, it's, a lot more fitting dope. to uh, our vibe, if you know what we're saying. Yeah, we're all about top-notch content here and... <laughs> good vibes so yes heck yeah brother heck yeah brother that's right and with that being said thank you so much for listening and we are out